Welcome to Making America Strong Again, the only program dedicated to inspire you and to inspire a nation with stories of American exceptionalism and national restoration. Join fellow patriots as we rediscover our past, reignite our future, and celebrate America now. Welcome to Making America Strong Again. This is Steve Olds. It's my privilege to be with you today from our studios in South Florida. I'd also like to welcome our iHeart Radio listeners from around the country, as well as our Patriot Podcast download subscribers. You can also find us on iTunes now. Just search for Making America Strong Again, and you'll find us and be able to subscribe and listen to the program every week. As you heard a couple of weeks ago, we had a guest host with David Wolf who began to explore some ideas from successful business professionals that had been operating different types of companies from both the private sector, both of them had worked in the in the military environment, and they began to discuss lessons that they've learned about not only our country, but about business in our country, and really the frustrations that they see on the horizon, how to change it. And both Steve Young and Joe Balskis really gave us some perspective that helped people begin to stir ideas in their mind. And we've gotten a lot of interesting feedback on that show. So I want to encourage you to listen. I want to encourage you to share these ideas, share the podcast with others, and give us feedback so that we can drill down even more and address those ideas that are coming to the surface. Because ultimately, this whole idea of making America strong again only works when we have a grassroots network of leaders who are talking with each other, both in their local communities, across the state, and across the nation. We find it challenging at times to really help people get their arms around the idea of making America strong again. When you think about it, that's a pretty big idea. It's a pretty big concept. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't want to look at the challenges that we're facing. It's a lot easier to kind of put those aside and not deal with the challenges that America is facing. The challenge is that when you put them aside and ignore them, there are consequences. You can only put off those consequences for so long. It's not a lot of fun to look at our economy and realize that it's in a weakened state. It's certainly not a lot of fun to look at what's happening in a lot of our major cities where there's clear racial division. There's division along all sorts of different lines in our universities. The whole call for financial justice, financial equality, as if that's actually attainable. It's not. It's ridiculous. We talked last week about the pilgrims, and many of you may have studied those original stories, which somehow seem to be left out of a lot of educational materials But the pilgrims actually began with an initial colony that was, in fact, socialist. It was designed. Everybody got a fair share of everything. Well, what happened? There was a bunch of people that said, hey, I'm going to let Fred do the work. (laughs) Fred's pretty productive. I think I'll hang out because I'm going to get the same. Well, that proved very ineffective. And what happened? There was a change in perspective, and it was a change based on results. And so if we don't look at the results that happened in America's past and apply them to the future, we end up reaping what we sow, which is ultimately a nightmare for our children and our grandchildren. So how can we really begin to get our arms around making America strong again? How can we begin to call up those leaders around the nation? And we know there are 
millions of men and women who are interested in making America strong again. What they're challenged with is how to do that. And furthermore, how do you find people of like mind that are interested in the same thing you are? And then once you find those people, how do you organize and execute a plan that makes sense? How do you partner up with people who can help facilitate that process? How do you make it very clear that what they do is going to have an impact and you can actually track the impact down to the individual community and then across the nation? How do you do that? Well, it takes a while. It takes a while to figure it out. Let me, let me put it to you this way. Imagine you're invited by one of your colleagues to put your business skills to the test. You're a business professional. You've worked in the marketplace. And you get contacted by a, a colleague or a mentor, somebody that you respect. And you're tasked with this project. You have to design, build, and execute a national restoration project whose objective is precisely making America strong again. And you have to do it before 2020. Now, you start pulling out all the specifications, and as you look at it, you discover that you are required to use a free market solution and that it must be operational nationwide. More specifically, there must be a licensed chapter in each of the 3,141 counties, independent cities, and parishes that make up our 50 United States. The requirements further stipulate this must be a private, that is to say, it can't be a public company. You can't go to Wall Street and raise the cash to make it work. It's got to be a private organization. It's got to be financially self-sufficient, and it's got to be built without using a dime of taxpayer money. With no government support, this isn't a public-private partnership, and you can't ask for nonprofit donations. Also, you must put at least 5,000 veterans of the United States Armed Forces to work as self-employed development directors earning full-time income, and you need to give each one of those veterans a company vehicle, a brand new SUV, and you need to prepay the insurance and the maintenance for each veteran. And that gives the veteran and the veteran's family a brand new vehicle to drive while they're working as a development director. Now, to be considered a successful project, the business model also requires that one out of 10, that is 10% of American citizens, be active members of the organization, and that each member needs to be registered to vote. That means that approximately 35 million Americans must all be in place before 2020. What would you do if you got that call? What would you do if somebody put that on your plate and said, go figure it out? How would you do it? How would you finance it? How would you put a team together that could get that job done? It's a big question. And in fact, that's exactly the question that we've been wrestling with for the better part of five years. That's exactly what Patriot Mission was built to deliver. And it's interesting, when we talk about these elements separately, each of them on their own seems something that could be attained. It's something that's been done by some organization someplace. Well, if that's true, and we begin to think a little bit bigger, and we begin to look at those seven founding liberty principles that we've talked about throughout the months, 
then you begin to see how we can start to connect the dots. For example, if you think about the idea of 35 million Americans, that seems like a pretty big number. But look at how many million Americans are operational on Facebook. There's a huge number. Over 100 million Americans use Facebook every day. Uh, Not necessarily every day, but regularly. That's a pretty big number. That's three times the number we're looking for. What about technology? How do you tap into that educated individual that wants to do something but is not quite sure what to do? You have to give them tools to get that job done. You have to inspire them. They have to want to participate. Well, what's this whole thing about requiring them to vote? Why is that important? Well, remember, we talked about the idea that if you're going to make America strong again, you have to have the people who are supposed to be the ones that are driving the governance in the nation and in the local community. They have to be engaged. They have to be part of the process. So how do they get to be part of the process? Well, they have to be engaged in the voting environment. Well, that sounds political. Well, as a matter of fact, it is political. Now, the good news is we can encourage people to engage, to get in the game and find out what's happening in their communities and ask them to be engaged citizens without telling them who to vote for. It's amazing what happens when you assume the best of our fellow citizens, when you assume they're smart, when you assume that if you give them direct information, they can make up their own mind. They don't need to be told what to think. You don't need to be told what to think. I don't need to be told what to think. And I really don't like it. And I suspect many of you don't either. So what if you created that environment? Imagine, just imagine for a minute, the kind of enthusiasm and excitement that would come to play if you had that many people and all the way down in the grassroots of America, people started talking about something that was actually positive. They were looking forward to a big win for America. Why 2020? Well, when we actually began to develop this plan, which started back in 2011, we started looking at the horizons. A lot of people look at the horizon based on election cycles, and those are crucially important. And at that time, there were three upcoming election cycles, 2012, 2016, and 2020, as far as a national election. And what we're looking at here is a generational issue. It's not something that's going to get fixed with any single politician or any political party in our view. What matters is that people around the country have to get their arms around the fact that America was founded on we the people. We the people have to be in that game. So if we're going to encourage them, we have to develop a systematic way to inspire them to participate and educate people about why that matters. And what inspires most people is the one radio station that Zig Ziglar always talked about that people love to listen to, WIIFM, What's In It For Me. That's really what gets people, isn't it? People want to know, what are you going to do for me? This is all lovely. The country's lovely. But at the end of the day, brother, what's in it for me? Which is precisely why we looked at the problem that America faces through the lens of the economic system. We pursue the small business and entrepreneurial environment because that's the fastest way to create tens of millions of new jobs. And when we put our brain power together and when we work with leaders across the country and when we don't spend a lot of time trying to convince the government to do anything on our behalf except stay out of the way, it's amazing what can get built in the local community. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about how leaders in the local community that are starting to get their 
arms around this concept and are beginning to ask, what can they do to help right now? What can these leaders do in local communities that will also tie in with a national capability that will actually lead Americans to rediscover this shining city on a hill? We'll be right back. Making America Strong Again is brought to you by Patriot Mission. To learn more about national restoration, get free resources at www.makingamericastrongagain.com. This is Steve Schwartz with PDGo.com. We've been in business for over 15 years and have created over 1,000 websites for clients across the USA and across the world. We help our clients have a custom, affordable website, and we teach them personally how they can very easily update the information on their websites themselves anytime they want to without being a techie. Take a look at pdgo.com and see samples of our work and testimonials that clients have said about our service. pdgo.com. Again, pdgo.com. At SurfPro of Vero Beach, no job is too big and no question is too small. So when fire, water, or mold damage strikes your home or business, call on SurfPro of Vero Beach at 772-770-0501. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things that matter most are on the line, make sure SurfPro of Vero Beach is too by calling 772-770-0501. That's SurfPro of Vero Beach, helping make fire, water, and mold damage like it never, ever happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. Hi, this is Kelly Fisher, a supporter of the Making America Strong Again mission and your local real estate professional here on the Treasure Coast. It has been my honor to serve our community here in Vero Beach since 2003. And with over 1,500 home sales over the past 21 years, it's my hope that you will consider the Kelly Fisher team at Treasure Coast Sotheby's International Realty for all your real estate needs. It's also our desire that every family has a home and every home has a family. And we have partnered with the Homeless Family Center of Vero Beach to work toward that goal. When you buy or sell a home with the Kelly Fisher team, we will make a substantial contribution toward alleviating homelessness in our hometown. To be a part of this great mission, please call us at 772-321-6905. Welcome back to Making America Strong Again, the program dedicated to inspire you and to inspire a nation with stories of American exceptionalism and national restoration. Once again, here's your host, Steve Olds. Well, thanks for joining us today here at the Making America Strong Again program. And we're talking about getting our arms around this big idea of making America strong again, what that means to you. What's in it for you in that process? What's in it for you if you're a local leader, if you're somebody who is a successful business owner, an entrepreneur, a business professional, you understand economics. You understand what it, what it takes to create a profitable venture. And unfortunately, across America, there are a lot of folks that haven't any idea of what it means to create a top line and a bottom line and have more under the bottom line than less. How do you create a profit? How do you make sure that the consumer in the marketplace is satisfied with the product or service? All of those lessons are learned and experienced. They're lessons that have been learned by tens of millions of successful people in America And the question is, how do you translate those lessons 
to tens of millions of other people that could benefit from it because when they understood how money works, their perspective on work would change immediately. One of the challenges we face right now And one of the things that we're addressing in this blueprint to rebuild America through the power of small business is being able to help many people understand the benefit of work, the benefit to them personally of getting out of their comfort zone, even if they've been through a major job challenge, even if they've dealt with layoffs, even if they've come from families that have been living on generational welfare. Why should I step up, get off the couch, and trade in my guaranteed, quote-unquote, government benefits to actually have to go to work? That sounds hard. That sounds like it could be challenging. Well, as a matter of fact, it could be. But here's the other side of that challenge. What most people don't want to talk about is America is on an unsustainable financial course. And that's not me saying it. We're not making it up. That isn't just hyperbole. If you go to the Social Security Administration, if you go to the Treasury Department, if you go to the Department of Labor and look at the statistics and look at the reports, it's amazing what you'll find. Because every single one of them says essentially that the financial course that the United States of America on is unsustainable. Well, see, unsustainable in real people terms is called bankruptcy. We have almost $20 trillion in operating debt. We have hundreds of trillions of dollars in unfunded liabilities. That's a fancy word for saying promises we're making to you and your future generations, we can't keep. We can't keep. China owns almost 21% of America's debt. Think about that. That's an enormous number. So what we're wrestling with here, while it may sound like issues that are far, far away, there will come a day when it's going to be right in your kitchen. It's going to be right in your living room if it's not already. So here's the good news. We still have a little time. We still have enough time that if we put our minds together and we get real, and leaders get real, don't they? People that you know in your life that are true leaders, they tell it like it is. You may not always want to hear it. I know many of the leaders that have mentored me through the years, they've told me things that I would really rather not know. And it's mainly stuff that I got to fix about me, not about them. It's looking in the mirror and saying, what, what do I need to step up and do? And sometimes those things are uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, so what? Life is uncomfortable. Life is not fair. If you're going to provide for yourself and your family and the generations of your family that you will never meet, then we have a choice now. We have a choice to choose to pay attention to this stuff and pay attention quickly. So let's talk about this idea. If we're going to begin to address these issues in the local community, we also have to, we have, to have a way to connect the lessons learned that are happening in your community, in my community, in the state next door. We need people who are dedicated to facilitate that relationship. And if you go back to the original description that I I shared with you that requires at least 5,000 veterans to participate in the business model, here's what is going to happen. We have senior veterans who have invested a career in active military service that are used to managing enormous activities, very important activities, and in many cases a little bit different in terms of their day-to-day application. But what they have learned is how to manage budgets, they've learned how to lead people, and they've learned how to pursue a mission and accomplish it. 
What are we talking about here? We're talking about accomplishing a big mission. Each one of those military members has also raised their right hand and sworn to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. They've learned how to do that in a nonpartisan way. They've learned how to talk to everybody in their charge as people, as citizens, as fellow service members. So now these veterans are going to be able to come alongside, and you've heard us use the phrase battlefield and marketplace warriors, working together to accomplish a specific result. That's what we're after. So these veterans get a chance to come together and guide these leaders, these successful business professionals in the community to implement the plan that we've mapped out. And they're going to find out in this process of exploring new ideas and looking at all of the different private sector challenges that we face, that there are solutions in there, but we have to look at them. We have to put them on the table. You can't lump them all in together. You have to be willing to drill down and say, okay, if we're going to take on, I don't know, minor sectors like the education, entertainment, we're going to look at uh, how different markets work. How does the small business get incubated? How do we deal with multiple problems that people are facing in their local communities? How do we do that? We have to go to the source of those challenges, and you have to put people together who are interested in working on those areas. So if, in fact, you want to do that, how would you do it? Well, you pull experts together who are used to working inside of those established sectors, people who are experts. You also go to people who have been willing to take on the establishments in their particular industries. We often hear now about the quote-unquote establishment in the political parties. So if you're going to change the political model, what do you do? You take on the establishment. And whether you like Donald Trump or not, he has taken on the establishment in the Republican Party. That's what's created such an entertaining experience as we look towards 2016. But a lot of things are happening now because people are starting to get the idea that they can actually engage and make a difference. Well, when you engage on a national level by pulling leaders together from multiple places around the country who are peers, who have something to contribute and have a common passion about pursuing radical change and improvement in a particular private sector environment, things can happen, and they can happen fast. That's why we need leaders in local communities to be engaged. The good news is there are a ton of lessons learned when those leaders step back into their communities that can immediately apply to the small business founders, their employees, and their families right in that local marketplace, which then become a massive inspiration to whom? To the young people. To the young people who are watching you and me right now to decide what path they're going to go down. Are they going to look at work as a blessing or as a curse? It really depends on what you and I do. So as we look at the opportunities before us, America's success, the success of our nation in the next two, three, four, five years is going to be decided by what we do. It's not going to be decided by what Washington does or any other state capital. It's going to be determined by what you do and what I do. And as we begin to engage leaders in a local marketplace and put a board of leaders together in every community and they own up to making America strong again, and they put their time and resources and energy on the table and say, you know what, this is the line. We've established the line. 
we're going to stand and hold firm at that line because making America strong again is absolutely crucial for my family and for your family and for the nation at large. They will determine each leader in their place. They will determine the future of our nation. What does success look like? It looks like the eyes and the faces of your progeny. Think about the children, the grandchildren, and the great-grandchildren that you'll never meet and realize you have to tell them what you did to make America strong again. Thank you very much. Making America Strong Again is brought to you by Patriot Mission. To learn more about national restoration, get free resources at www.makingamericastrongagain.com. 